When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and I believe in female empowerment through education. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough Gonna go a year till you've had enough It's 365 Today, in 1838, the first women were admitted to college in the United States. The college was Oberlin College Institute in Lorien County, Ohio, which today is Oberlin College. The freshman class at Oberlin that year included four women, Mary Kellogg, Mary Caroline Rudd, Mary Hosford, and Elizabeth Prowl. Yep, three of them had the exact same name. Makes sense. In a sample from the 1850 U.S. Census, the name Mary was counted most, 3,233 times. And the second name, Elizabeth, was counted 1,828 times. These women became known as the Oberlin Four. They eventually received the first four Bachelor of Arts degrees bestowed on women in America. This made Oberlin the first co-educational college in the United States. Co-educational became shortened to co-ed, which is still how we refer to lots of things that both men and women use, sports, bathrooms, etc. Abroad, women had a few more opportunities in higher education before these developments in the States. A woman earned a law doctorate in Spain in 1608, Individual women were admitted to college in Sweden and the Netherlands in the 1600s, and two women earned PhDs in Italy within the next century. John J. Shepard, one of the founders of the school, pushed for the college to begin admitting women. He believed in elevating the female character. Weird way to phrase it, I know. His words, not mine. Shepard was a Presbyterian minister, and he founded Oberlin with Philo P. Stewart in 1832. The two had become friends the previous year in Elria, Ohio. They bonded over their shared belief that the American West was straying away from Christian beliefs. They decided to start a college where, once they could promote their deep religious beliefs, they took the name of the college from John Frederick Oberlin, an Alsatian priest who had pioneered educational programs in parts of France. They created the college and an adjoining town on 500 acres of donated land. For context, one acre is 43,560 square feet, or a little more than half the size of a football field. In the beginning, students didn't pay to attend Oberlin. Instead, they worked the land and helped build the community. This helped students who otherwise couldn't have been able to afford college. From the beginning, Oberlin was committed to social justice. Oberlin was also the first college in the United States to admit black students, and Oberlin graduated the nation's first female black student with a bachelor's degree in 1862. In 1900, one-third of all black professionals in the U.S. had degrees from Oberlin. In the 60s, students were active in anti-war and civil rights protests, and in 1970, it was on the cover of Life magazine for being one of the first schools to have co-ed dormitories. After Oberlin, colleges eventually began to follow suit with admittance of women. 
Hillsdale College in Michigan was the first college to ban all discrimination based on sex, race, or religion. Franklin College in Indiana was the third college to admit women for bachelor's degrees in 1845. Otterbein University, also in Ohio, was the first college to open with women as both students and professors. In 1950, women comprised 24% of bachelor's degree recipients, which went up by 35% by 1960, 41% by 1970, and finally 49% by 1980, though estimates do vary. It only took uh, 140 years to get parity. Since the early 80s, female college students have outnumbered males, and today women receive 57% of bachelor degrees in the U.S., Today, Oberlin is far from a religious institute, but it still hews to the progressive values that helped make it among the first viable college options for both women and black people. It's a liberal arts college and a conservatory of music, as well as being the oldest liberal arts college in the United States. Not only that, it's the second oldest continuously operating co-educational institute of higher education in the whole world. Its current student body is known for political activism and is a fixture on the Princeton Reviews list of colleges with a conscience. Oberlin has turned out some crazy creative alumni. Lena Dunham, of girls' fame, is an alumni and was well-known for her bikini foundation videos while on campus. Eve Pacer, Twitter celeb, and New York Times opinion writer who gained notoriety for accidentally matching on Tinder with disgraced pharma scammer Martin Shkreli, who is also a recent grad. Plus, three Nobel laureates, nine Pulitzer Prize winners, and 12 MacArthur Fellows. Now, let's move on to today's music fact. Today in 2000, a website launched that purported to help teach children basic physics with a funky twist. The website, www.britneyspears.ac, featured pages like Britney Spears' Guide to Semiconductor Physics, but it was mostly physics theories explanations peppered with photos of Britney Spears. Website makers, I volunteer to be your next physics learning site inspiration. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on an October 30th in my life. On October 30th, 2017, my school had costume day for high school. Um, And so I naturally dressed up as one of my favorite characters as I do every single year. And that year it was Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is like one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I think that the dry humor is really funny. And then there's also the potty humor from Gene Belcher, who is hilarious to me. Um, So yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there. But yeah, I don't think my costume for Tina Belcher was very good now that I look back on it. My hair was super long. I wanted to look rather cute, but you know, Tina has her own charm. I I would try and recreate it. I think if I did it again, but that's all for today. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So you can come back tomorrow with more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM tune. New facts every day. So don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 360.